0: Riverbanks Cow Care Podcast. G'day, I'm Sean Britton. Welcome to the Cow Care Podcast. Each episode, we're exploring how to get the most out of your dairy farm by talking to real farmers and experts. This episode, we go on farm to find out how you're dealing with lameness in the herd. Many farmers we talked to said their laneways were the major cause. Matthew Dare. Majorly in the in the beginning, in the first few years,
1: it was a major major problem. Um, again, the lane ways well, they were non-existent, so cows are walking through sort of two feet of mud to get anywhere, which always makes life difficult for them and for you. Um, but once you have reasonable lane ways in, probably winter time is the the one time that you will have a few more problems. Obviously, the ground is soft, so their feet go through the mud and contact with those sharp stones more often. Um,
0: and again, you can't avoid it 100% of the time, all you can do is limit it. Sean Carson also pointed out the seasonal changes that aggravated lameness. Yeah, it can be an issue on varying years, um, this, uh,
2: the last couple of years have been quite good, um, we haven't had too many problems because I thought, you know, lameness goes with wet weather and, um, your tracks aren't in good order. Um, and the feet get to a stage where they get saturated and you only need small stones to pick up and that will create lowness, particularly in heifers, so mainly just keep your tracks in good order. Um, and we do uh, put some wood chips on the tracks just leading out of the, the high pressure points out of the dairy and into the dairy. This takes um, the risk of stones being um, present on the high pressure points around underpasses and into the dairy. So. You a nice soft spot for the for the feet to get the ground. Um, but yeah, generally lameness um, you keep on top of your tracks well, you don't have too many problems.
0: George Occapenti found that pacing his herd seemed to help avoid serious issues. Okay, lameness um look the last the last couple of years,
3: I haven't had very many lame cows um on the really wet winters that we had two years ago and like three years in a row i had a lot of a lot of cows and heifers that were very tender like they're, they're always at the back of the herd there's nothing actually swollen there's nothing actually swollen there's no actual foot rot or anything um i tend to think i mean the line ways were in poor condition um but, look, I don't rush the cows. I think a lot of, you know, the dog, I make sure the dog's well away from them when they're coming down the way. so it gives them time to to walk when, you know, especially when the is all full of holes. Um, they get to pick where they sort of want to go. Um, yeah, so no, I yeah, don't really have an issue. I haven't had an issue with lameness in probably... Oh, I'd say probably at least 10 years of actual lameness, of actual foot rot or infection, that kind of thing. But tender feet, yeah, generally just the winter time, but not this, not this last 18 months anyway.
0: While the weather and the condition of your tracks can make a big difference to lameness, Steve Little, veterinarian and nutrition consultant with Capacity Ag Consultants, says the best thing you can do is get a diagnosis of what's causing your lameness.
4: The first thing to do when you're contemplating sort of a uh, lameness and where you know how to avoid it or how to deal deal with it if it happens, the the most important thing to do is to actually um, determine exactly what the cause is, what type of lameness it is, and there's many many different um, types of lameness, i.e. lesions in the foot, for example, um, and it's really important to actually diagnose those get a vet to um, diagnose the actual problem uh, because then that way you can rule out a number of things straight away and then just focus on um, you know what the other likely causes might be. So some of them may well be nutritional but many of them will have nothing to do with nutrition and although there are some nutritional strategies we can employ to help for example um, Make the uh, hooves a little bit um, harder and more resistant to uh, um, abrasions and so on. Um, you know, it may well be that uh, really the focus should be on um, you know the tracks, and uh, or it might be an infection or something like that. That you know,
0: dairy consultant James Haig told us one of the most important minerals to give your cows to avoid lameness was zinc. The cow's hoof has a strong outer coating, it's exactly like our fingernails, so it needs zinc to maintain it. Adam Richards paid close attention to his feed
5: to help with his lameness issues. And um, we've got biotin going in there, which is um, for for hardening feet, which we did have a lot of uh, hoof issues last year, so a lot of lameness, um, and with the lameness we've actually we've put, put down rubber in the dairy, and... Um, between that and the feed, I think we're pretty much on top of that. But then we'll have to wait until next winter to see, you know, how much of a difference that did really make. But um, yeah, um, we were spending a lot of money um, treating cows, and and um, we're getting we're getting the tipper trailer out probably almost weekly, and doing perhaps ten cows and, um, the vet told us over a long period of time, um you know turning on concrete was one of our biggest issues um so we've put the rubber down, and um we did get some improvements um but it's a little difficult to tell because we were coming out of you know that that time of the year, and so um Yeah we really probably do need to wait till next year to work it out but uh, we haven't had a lame cow in a long time which is probably a pretty good indication.
0: Putting rubber down in the dairy seemed to be another common way people dealt with lameness. Aidan McKenzie. Yeah we've had
1: quite a few issues um, with lameness on this farm at the start. Uh, We're slowly getting there. Uh, The tracks were pretty poor. We took a lot of uh, mud and rock and gravel and everything off the top of the lanes. Uh, put down some decent gravel over the top that's better on the cow's feet. Uh, the cows, the last probably 300 metres to the dairy, when it used to get wet, could have took up to half an hour to push the cows through that section into the shed. Uh, now when it rains, still only takes you around five minutes. Um was a small expense, but it's made a really big difference. Um, yeah, and we're probably looking at putting some rubber mats down in the dairy where the cows are turning. Uh, we had them in one other shed, and, yeah, the cows would walk really well on the rubber mats. So I've still got them sitting there, so I'm going to put
0: them back in there,
1: and, yeah, that does make a big difference as well.
0: That's it for me today. Special thanks to Steve Little, Adam Richards, Hayden McKenzie, Sean Carson and George Occapinti on this episode. Head along to cowcare.com.au to get all the other episodes of the Cow Care podcast. And while you're there, you can grab a copy of the free Cow Care magazine if you don't have one already. Also see what Riverbank Stock Feeds can do to help boost your milk production and profit with our Cow Care Club. This podcast was produced by Miles Martignoni. I'm Sean Brinton. I'll catch you next episode.